0: Wonderful show is Keeping Up With The Joneses. AJ Jones. Yes, sir. Welcome back to episode 79 of Keeping Up With The Joneses. Thank you. Our regular programming continues.
1: Yes. Although last week's programming was pretty fantastic.
0: I did have a lot of people come up to me and say, Your kids are so cute. They are. For those of you who don't have a clue what we're talking about, if you go to slash 78, last week our kids took over. We took a week off for Thanksgiving break. <laughs>
1: It's very cute. <laughs> according to MJ, it's about Jesus.
0: And according to, well, it's not worth going into yeah, what our You need to listen to it.
1: But my favourite part was where Tia said about the fee. What's a fee, you said? And she said, I don't know.
0: Well, what's the name of the song <laughs> that she's actually singing?
1: My Country Is Of Thee.
0: And she thinks it's called My Country Tis A Fee. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, what's a fee? She's like, I don't know. And then she just went into song. <laughs> So, so cute. that was your early Thanksgiving present. For those of you who are not from America, Thanksgiving seems to be like a dry run for Christmas in that it shares a lot of similarities, except for gifts. Yes. That's no the gifts. weird thing. So all your families get together, you eat turkey yeah. and you're thankful. Yes. Is the gist. As somebody who's new to America, relatively new, I'm catching up on all the it, vacations. It, I think
1: it's like a celebration of the harvest. It's the time of year and the harvest would have come in.
0: That kind of thing. There's no way the harvest came in, in November.
1: Well, in the South there is.
0: Really? I don't... Sure. S-
1: That's why it's in October, early October in Canada.
0: Okay, you have to bring Canada into everything, don't you? <laughs> We're talking about an American holiday and you bring in Canada. We, we to- have
1: it too in Canada. I just want to say that. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: <laughs> we Canada. Went- <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> we went to North Carolina to be with my sister and her family. Yeah. It was really good. They're tremendous hosts. Yes. They looked after us. Basically, they fed us and let us sleep, which is pretty much what we did.
1: They understand the need for cheese.
0: Yes. Yes. So basically, I slept most of the vacation.
1: You slept a lot of it.
0: Which was great. And uh-huh. then second to sleeping, we watched a lot of movies.
1: We did. In, in the best armchairs ever.
0: It's hard to overstate just how awesome those armchairs are. Yes. They're like power reclining Theater style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were absolutely luxurious. So we loved that. And Cass and Ben, thank you. You guys did such a great job in hosting us and feeding us and uh, making sure that our kids got to play with your kids while we slept.
1: (laughs) And we had s'mores.
0: We did. And Ben, it should know, is the fire starter. Yes. He did a very good job at making lots of fires.
1: He's almost Canadian. (laughs) Sorry. I had to throw that in there, too. Canadians (laughs) are known for starting fires. Of course. They're in the north. They have to be able to start a fire. They would have died the entire race. That's how I figure it. Uh (laughs) But if you ask Abby and Tia what their highlights were, they're like the s'mores campfire. They love that.
0: And they were great. We drove there and back and they were completely fine. Mm -hmm. It's amazing.
1: MJ is at the stage though where he asks how much longer and he asked about 15 minutes into a seven and a half hour drive. Mommy, how much longer? I was like, oh dear.
0: (laughs) Talk to me about your iPad Pro because last time we talked, you got your iPad Pro but you didn't get the pencil or the keyboard, but we rectified both those problems. Give us your review of the iPad Pro and its paraphernalia.
1: Uh, I love it. And it's paraphernalia. It is very big. So it's almost the same size as my laptop.
0: Right. But it's not very heavy.
1: No, it's not heavy at all. Um, And in terms of being able to do art, because I do most of my art stuff in Procreate, it's amazing. And the pencil is... It's so good. It's so fine. I wish I'd had it when I was putting the book together because it would have made it easier.
0: But on the topic of that, you've been illustrating a book for a year, maybe? Yeah. A year. And so you were previously using just a Bluetooth stylus from the company 53. Yeah, And you're using that not in the 53 app, but in the Procreate app. Yeah. And you, you know, you, so you've illustrated a book. You've done several months worth of work. Compare the Apple Pencil. With the 53 Pencil.
1: Oh, there's no comparison whatsoever. Like, I, I would never think about getting the 53 Pencil if you have an option to have the Apple Pencil.
0: Which you only have the option to have the Apple Pencil if you have an iPad Pro currently.
1: Right. At the moment, yeah. But I mean, it's just, it is so much better. It, it's hard to even, it's. there's no comparison.
0: So thumbs up for the Apple Pencil. Yeah. We also amazing. found the Apple Keyboard. We did. Uh, we were in North Carolina, went to the Apple store, of course, and they had two on the shelves and they were short. they actually had any stock, so we picked one up for you. Uh, what do you think of the, the keyboard? It's great. It feels great. Uh, you could spill your coffee
1: across it. I mean, not that you would try, but you could and you'd be fine because it's all rubber.
0: Is there anything that you are finding yourself you can't do on the iPad Pro that you need your MacBook Air for?
1: Uh, I don't know because I haven't tried to work with it yet because we just got it when I went on vacation. Sure. and I'm not trying to do work at a um, girl. Yeah, on vacation. So I might have to answer that at a later
0: time. But so far, two thumbs up. So
1: far, two thumbs up.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Well, this week has been Thanksgiving, as we were mentioning. And apparently, it's a tradition where everybody goes around the table and says what they're thankful for. We didn't do that, did we? I don't remember. No. I don't think we did that. No, I don't think so. So I thought, Mm -hmm. you know, it's interesting. I was speaking on brain science before we went on vacation. Yeah. And a bunch of research I'd done, especially in the area of neuroplasticity. There's this, Dr. Caroline Leaf said this, when you are thankful, your brain releases nerve growth factors that help change the brain. Isn't that amazing? That's very amazing. So I thought we could put that into practice and we could practice being positive people. And actually saying what we're thankful for. Now, a couple of ground rules. Uh Usually when you ask this question, what are you thankful for? The go-to answers are things like my family. Jesus. I'm thankful for Jesus. (laughs) And I'm not saying that there aren't things you should be thankful for or that they're not valid things to call out. But let's just say that they're a given, that we're thankful that we have food and oxygen and a relationship with Jesus, and a healthy family. Let's just, you know, and again, I'm not demeaning those things. They are amazing. We're very, very grateful for them. Let's
1: add to that list.
0: Let's add to that list. Yeah. And of course, those are things that we're very, very thankful for. But AJ Jones, I want to hear three things from you, and I've got three things that you are thankful for. Ladies first, what are you thankful for?
1: um, Number one would be Grace Center.
0: Oh, good choice. Yes.
1: Um yeah I'm just super thankful for everything from the value for the presence of God to who we work with to um you know the worship just the value on healing of the heart and I love I love 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 our church and I think because um grace center is such a huge part of our worlds because right. you know we work there our friends mostly go there that kind of stuff um I just love an environment like um, GC that is so for people and for God and for healing and uh, is full of hope. It's just really, really good.
0: Yeah, you're kind of blurring the edges there because your number one and my number one are fairly similar. The the thing I hand down for number one was the staff that we get to work with. Right. And similar to what you said, it's a huge privilege if you can enjoy your work. But what about if you... En- joy, not only the work, but the people you work with. Yeah. And I I just, am so thankful for our staff, you know, Jeff and Becky who lead the church. I don't know leaders like them. I don't know leaders that are so not intimidated by other people. Yeah. Who are so content to let other people shine, who are so gracious in the way they think about other people and the way they think about their staff. And, you know, the only the only time that Jeff and Becky are on our case is about if we're working too much.
1: Yeah, they're, I mean, <laughs> the, the, they are amazing.
0: The biggest conflict we have with our bosses is, is are we mm-hmm. working too hard? That's a wonderful <laughs> position.
1: Are we making sure we have enough time to ourselves and things, yeah.
0: And this is where we get into danger of, if I mention names, then... The people whose names I don't mention may feel left out and I, I don't want to go down that track, but I think about the staff we work with on a daily basis and it's an absolute joy. I, yeah, We couldn't do what we do without the staff that we have.
1: No, and it's fun. I mean, we get to go into work and it's fun. Like I look forward to driving in, you know, and working, mm-hmm. which is awesome.
0: We're in this fortunate position that we frequently get compliments either about m or about the school are or, or things that we have responsibility over. And the danger is that people would think that it's us that have contributed to the brilliance of that. And it's really not. It's our staff. Yeah, we have an amazing team. The staff we work with, the staff we work for, the staff who work for us. It's an incredible team. And we get to do what we do because we have an amazing team of people who love the presence of Jesus, who value our culture and our community so much that they're prepared to go after their stuff who are exceptionally competent and brilliant and just love Jesus so I love being part of a team I think you know, when I was younger everybody would here what do you want to do I was like I don't have a clue what I wanted to do when I grew up but all I knew was I wanted to be able to go to work and work with brilliant people and get to wear what I want <laughs> Check and we've, we've and hit check both of those things in the head. So, everybody at Gray Center, we are very thankful for you. Just tremendous staff, and it makes our job an absolute dream come true. It really does. It really does. Yeah. All right, What was your number two?
1: My number two, which is funny for a Canadian, is living in America.
0: Talk to me about that.
1: Well, I, I mean, I guess most nations are fiercely patriotic, right? Um, but i mean growing up i was and I, I still am was so proud to be canadian you know i was just i uh, i loved any place i traveled i it, and i've seen many many nations um but i just love that i'm canadian and having said that uh i live in america we've lived here almost 7 years now and i'm i'm so thankful for america i'm i'm thankful for franklin tennessee i just I love where we live. I love everything from just the fact that we don't have feet of snow every year.
0: <laughs> Amen.
1: <laughs> um to, you know, just we're in the middle of rolling hills and, you know, it's mostly green all year round. I don't have to, I don't own a winter jacket. You know, like I could use one for a week or two a year, but that's not really worth it. You know what I mean? So I I uh I love that in the grocery store people are nice to each other and you know the whole southern hospitality thing and um yeah i love living here
0: it's funny because when we started dating i'd felt like the lord said that i was going to end up in america and i knew that you were fiercely proud to be canadian and not that canadians have this intense rivalry with america by any means no no but I knew that you so loved Canada. I was wondering, like, how is this going to work out? And I remember one day, we weren't even married yet. I don't think, Were we engaged? I think we were engaged. We were engaged, yeah. and I just floated the idea past you saying, babe, you know, I just wonder, have you given any thought to where we end up? Like, I just, when I pray, I feel like the Lord's saying that we're going to end up in America. And you're like, oh yeah, I've known we're going to live in America for years. And I was like, oh, bonus. That that was easy.
1: <laughs> well, I think I started falling in love with uh, America slowly when I would go and visit Holly in uh, Florida. And you know, it's not hard to find, fall in love with Florida. Um, <laughs> but, but I started, and then as I would travel into the States to different parts, I just, there's something that always felt like home no matter where I went in America. And so that to me was interesting.
0: It is funny that we ended up in a place we didn't know existed. Yeah. Like if, if someone was going to give us a map of America and say pick a place to live, It's safe to say we didn't even know what was in Tennessee.
1: No, never been to Tennessee before we moved here.
0: And I just love that we live here. I don't pine for anything else. Yeah, me too. So that's your number two.
1: That's my number two. What's your number two, baby?
0: My number two, I'm probably going to get grief for because it's a little broad. And it may be a little stereotypical for me as a nerd to say this, but I'm genuinely thankful for the Internet. (laughs) <laughs> and I know that that's probably like people are like I'm thankful for electricity, yeah, or I'm thankful for fresh air. But my whole life is dependent on an internet connection.
1: Your whole life?
0: My whole life. I mean, all the <laughs> the way you exist. <laughs> the parts of life that I enjoy most require an internet connection. Uh-huh. And this week, I found tremendous joy whether I picked up my iPhone or my iPad or my laptop. Or even my wristwatch. I loved that all my media came with me, no matter which device I'm on, all my music is there, all my mm-hmm. movies are there, my books that I'm reading are there, all my notes, all my work. I I love the removal of friction in having access to stuff that I value. So mm-hmm. for example, my Bible is on every device I own, all my notes from my Bible, all the highlights, all the marks, all the comments. I love that. I love that I have got almost instant access to learn anything I care to learn. Mm-hmm. I, that's remarkable that I can watch a couple of YouTube videos and know about calligraphy, for example, or yeah, know about amazing. how to edit in Logic Pro or, you know, just all these, it lowers the barrier of of learning, of understanding things remarkably. And so I, you know, just this week, I was incredibly grateful for the fact that We could watch movies on my sister's TV that I had bought a couple of days before that were streaming from the cloud. So this whole infrastructure that I love, the the fact that you're listening to this podcast only exists because of the internet. Right. I love this. I don't want to sound like a hippie here, but I love the barrier of entry that is so low for anybody to be a publisher or a writer, an author, a you know, movie maker. What well, I just love that. I think it's incredible. And I have, my life has been greatly enriched because of internet technologies, whether it's the web, whether it's cloud services. You know, I just got unlimited storage from Amazon.com for $5. <laughs> Amazing. Do you know what I'm going to do with that? What? Well, the first thing I want to do, we cleaned out our garage yesterday. Yes, we did. I can't believe I say garage. We cleaned out our garage. Garage. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We cleaned out our garage yesterday and I came across a whole load of old DVDs of archived home movies and stuff like that. And I thought, I'm, that's what I'm going to do with terabytes of space, petabytes of space. It's unlimited storage. What's gonna, a petabyte? A petabyte is a thousand gigabytes.
1: So there's bytes, megabytes, gigabytes, terabytes, and then petabytes? <laughs>
0: <laughs> then exabytes, <laughs> zettabytes, <laughs> yodabytes. You're, You're joking. Brontabytes. And geobytes. Brontobytes? (laughs) Yes. Wow.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, see, I've learned something new today. (laughs) You married a nerd.
0: So there you go. Yeah, big surprise. Alan loves the internet, but I'm genuinely thankful. It's a real shocker. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody should be thankful for the internet, it's you. (laughs) And I truly am. You are. I think it's amazing. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Al Gore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, number three.
1: Number three. Um, friends. I
0: uh Oh great. I go for the internet and you go for friends.
1: <laughs>
0: well <laughs>
1: I'm a social creature.
0: <laughs> All right, hang on, hang on. In my defense, yes. The internet allows me to stay in contact with my friends. Okay. Texting, FaceTime phone calls.
1: Is texting really over the internet?
0: Yeah, I message.
1: Okay. I thought I was texting from my phone from like a cell thing.
0: Yeah, but you're adorable. <laughs> Keep talking about friends.
1: <laughs> okay, so, uh friends. Uh, I'm just I'm I guess I'm thankful for the internet as well. I'm thankful I have friends literally all over the world uh that are amazing and that you know, even though we hardly ever see each other anymore cuz we don't really travel, they're still family. You know, they're still amazing and and uh and then i have friends here that are just stellar people so i i'm just i'm just really thankful that the lord um heard my cry for friends and for relationship and answered it with the people that he has answered it with because i'm
0: thankful for them he gave you friends he gave me the internet see
1: (laughs) he gives us what we need
0: (laughs) Hey, did we discuss on the podcast on the topic of internet? Sorry to just hijack your friend. <laughs> I was
1: doing something sentimental, and now we're back to the internet. <laughs>
0: but, but to be fair, ahead, darling, let's talk be fair, about this, machines. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this is important and impressive. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> did we tell our podcast listeners that we now have gigabit internet? Yes,
1: we I'm did. Pretty sure we did.
0: Okay, well, even if we didn't, it's worth knowing again. We have fiber to the desktop. I'm sure they're all really excited. A thousand megabits <laughs> I know, a second. It's amazing. I love it. Anyway, sorry, go back to your friends. <laughs> okay. What is it you love about friends?
1: Uh, I can't remember what I'm saying now. So <laughs> I love my friends. I'm thankful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Our life is richer because of your friends and yeah. my internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's number three for you? For number three, again, you're going to think I'm cheating. And I hope I'm not. Okay. But I am exceptionally thankful for grace. So, of you know, we were talking earlier that we we're you know obviously we're thankful for Jesus, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, gosh, that sounds terrible. That Jesus is relegated to a, et cetera. The Lord knows He's not relegated to an, et cetera. But when I think about grace, you know, the grace that the Lord has shown me, like I was a wretched person. I was just thinking about the grace that my friends have shown me, like, uh, you know, being with my sister this week, she was talking about, you know, me as a teenager or me as a child, and, and I forget what she said. When you were a dreadlocked hoodlum. When I was a dreadlocked hoodlum. But, you know, life wasn't great in my early 20s. I was a horrid person, really just was a very, very negative, bitter, angry, demonized person. And yet I had tremendous friends who demonstrate tremendous grace to me and of course my family too extended amazing levels of grace and i just think about the grace that we enjoy from friends and family who give us a break who recognize when we're tired or when we're hungry i think about the grace that my kids show me like our kids are amazing yeah they are like when we apologize to our kids for You know, perhaps not reacting in the best way or being short with them. And, you know, they're like, oh, we we forgive you. Just when people extend you grace, it's an exceptional feeling. Yeah. And what I say next doesn't dilute that feeling, but that grace is minimal in the face of what God shows us. Yeah. I was thinking this morning in church sitting there that John 3.16, for God loved the world so much that he sent his only begotten son. And I just think that the way that God treats broken, angry, vile people is not with hatred, is not with anger, is not even with judgment. He treats them with his own son. Yeah. Uh, While I was still a sinner, while I was in my wretched, debased self, the father just looked at me and was just like, oh, I I want you. you. You think you're horrible, but you're lovely to me. Yeah. wait till you see what you're like redeemed you'd, you'd be astonished at how amazing you are yeah and so just being on the receiving end continually of grace oh my gosh it's amazing so i've just been meditating on that while i've been thinking about how awesome the internet is i've been thinking about how amazing <laughs> grace is and well i guess that balances it out then <laughs> no really though <laughs> this grace that the lord shows us grace that Each other shows grace that our staff show us, yeah, grace that you show me. That I just think it's amazing, and yeah, I love it. I it's scandalous, really. The kindness, the goodness, the graciousness of God, it's astonishing. It is astonishing, you know. I think the kindness of God is the best kept secret in the church,
1: (laughs) yeah. I wish it wasn't such a good kept secret. No, No,
0: that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean, but I think that extravagance. Which, by the way, isn't extravagant to him. It's who he is. Yeah. It's not like God wakes up and puts on his extravagant t shirt today. He's like, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll be more extravagant than normal. No, he's just always radiant in his kindness. Yeah. And I think understanding the revelation of the Father's love for me is the thing that transformed my whole life. Me too. If you're listening to what I'm saying and you haven't experienced that kindness, Or perhaps you have in theory, perhaps you have a working understanding of what Jesus did for you on the cross, but you find it hasn't impacted your life, that you're not in awe of the graciousness and the kindness of God, that you're not moved to your knees by his ridiculous amounts of love and affection. Would you let me pray for you? If you don't want me to pray for you, just press pause. Otherwise, you're getting prayed for. (laughs) So, Father, I... I'm in awe of you, Lord. And, you know, I was joking about the internet and how astonished I am at that. But in all honesty, that just completely pales into insignificance when I think about your great and your vast affection. That you love everybody who's listening to this with astonishing, unrelenting affection. Yeah. That you looked at us in our worst moments, in the moments where we drop our heads with deep shame when we think about the things we've done, or what we're like. And none of that is intimidating to you. None of that is a barrier to your great affection. And your response in our lowest seasons of life was to extend mercy and grace, was to send Jesus to bring us into this never-ending relationship with you, a relationship that is only ever upgraded, only gets better and better, and that your thoughts towards us are as countless as the sand on the seashore, Lord. You're ridiculous and extravagant. And I'm asking for everybody who's listening, Lord, that you would give them an incredible revelation today, that you would push pause on their life and that they would encounter this majesty, this grace, this kindness, this extravagance, this ridiculousness, really. Lord, your love that knows no bounds, that is constantly reaching out toward us and that you will never leave us. You'll never forsake us. You're constantly pursuing us with kindness. Yeah. And so, Lord, I just ask for everybody who's listening to this, if they don't know you, if they haven't accepted Jesus as the Lord of their life, Lord, that you would move upon their heart, that grace would be there for them to just say, Jesus, I, I want you. And if they have given their life to Jesus, but perhaps they don't know you, Father, they don't know you as a dad, they know you as an angry God, that you would push past that barrier and you would introduce yourself to them as the kindest person they will ever meet in their lives. And for all of us, Lord, I just thank you for our churches. I thank you for our friends. I thank you for love. I thank you for grace. I thank you for the internet, Lord. I ask that we would, this week, just foster in our hearts gratitude, thankfulness, and excitement about who you are and what you're doing in all of our lives. Amen. Amen. I have another quote for you as we end.
1: Okay. There's
0: another quote from Dr. Caroline Leaf. Hit me with it. She said, your perceptions adjust your brain chemistry in a positive or negative direction, and you get to decide. Wow. So one of the things you can do is exactly what AJ and I have been doing is, in your conversations this week when you're with people, refuse to entertain negativity. Yeah, Just or worry. Or criticism. Or, yeah. And foster things like, hey, tell me three things you're thankful for. People would love it. Just, and it doesn't matter how silly it seems, just be, just express gratitude and thankfulness, and you actually change your brain chemistry in an amazing way. I realize. Sorry,
1: I just think that's amazing. I think it's amazing because scripture encourages us to be thankful. And then God made our bodies to actually physically respond and rejuvenate and heal through thankfulness.
0: Correct. It's pretty wild. I realize we haven't answered any listeners' questions. The reason for that is. You guys have been wonderful in sending in questions, but a lot of the questions are so detailed and so long that you really need a pastor to answer them. You don't need strangers who haven't met you to answer them. (laughs) So um, we'll do our best in answering them. So if you've got questions you'd like to ask us, or if you've got topics you'd like us to talk about on the podcast, hit us up at alanandaj.com slash ask.
1: And if you'd like the show notes for this episode, go to com slash 79, and you can get the show notes there.
0: We pray you have an incredible week replete with the goodness and the kindness of God. Yes. You know, in praying that prayer for a great revelation of the Father's love, I realize that my wife has written an incredible book on that topic called Finding Father. AJ Jones, tell us about Finding Father.
1: Finding Father is a three-month or 12-week. Bible study, um, where you just spend time daily in the message of God's heart towards you and, um, get healed (laughs) basically, you know, have your heart healed, um, and your mind renewed in terms of. Who he is and what he's really like and what he thinks about you.
0: And we've had tremendous feedback from people who've read the book, who've just yeah. been like, you know what, my life's completely changed. I have a completely different understanding of the revelation of God. Yeah. And if you'd like more information about that, if you'd like to download a free chapter of it, go to ellenandaj.com and just look for Finding Father. Uh, hit the store link in the top right-hand corner. and You can find information about that. Or you can get it on Amazon Kindle or for your iPhone or iPad <laughs> and Apple's iBookstore. What are you laughing at? You. You're adorable. Okay. Have a great week. Bye.
1: Faith, Faith life, life, communication, tacos and video games, paleo donuts and the kindness of God, the things we deal
0: with every day. From Franklin, Tennessee, they are just like you and me. Alan yeah. and AJ, oh, yeah. Keep.
1: it